Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gehen jetzt in den Wasser los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. What is up, Koopalings? We are back. With Reese's Pieces and a new Nintendo voice chat. I love Reese's Pieces. Yeah, that's Rich George eating, eating the Reese's. And oh, real quick, it's just the two of us. We understand you guys want the other guys back. We will do that. Yeah, we, we didn't kill them or anything. It's just... We're tight on time. Yeah, so this is what we're Endless doing. Endless meetings and E3 planning and E3 emails. And yeah, so this is a compromise between not podcasting at all. So yeah. be grateful. No, exactly. just kidding. Um, anyway... 
the biggest thing that has <laughs> happened is the Nintendo Direct, basically. The game we sort of were speculating wouldn't be announced got announced. Yeah, the game... Oopsies. Yeah. Oops. Oh, well. So, wah, New Super wah. Mario Bros. 2. They had to go and ruin our whole previous podcast by announcing it. Yeah, bastards. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... That happened. That happened. That's two new Super Raccoon games. Raccoon Tail! Woo! Yes, we'll get to that in a second, but... Okay. um. What do you think? Two new Super games in one year. A little over. I mean, it, it starts making me think that, that the Wii U one might be a little different, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. it has a twist that we're not really aware of. Or the reason they're so similar is because they're going to interact with each other somehow. Yeah. And I mean, like, just from the four screenshots we saw, we did a screenshot analysis of it. But it looks it already looks like it's distinguishing itself from the Wii U one. Potentially. Which, I mean, yeah, to be perfectly honest, the Wii U one was such a technical a tech demo that... I hope it's different than that tech demo. It has demo. to be almost because that tech demo was just like, "Yep, that's what that and is." There, Mies there. Yeah. But, uh, um, I was actually surprised we didn't see Mies in the 3DS game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we got the P wing back, so there's actually legit flying mm-hmm. back. Raccoon tails back, which is no longer bastardizing the power leaf as part of its <laughs> yeah, actually arsenal. Actually, able to fly. No, you can actually fly instead of all that hovering crap. Um, yeah, which will be awesome. Nothing against Mario 3D Land. Oh my gosh. No, that, Calm that was down, brilliant. people. No, that was brilliant in that game because with the sort of 2D, oh, totally 3D meshing, you weren't going to fly like, in it that wouldn't game. Have, it would have broken it just yeah, the way you, you, the yeah, camera was. Yeah, you're not going to fly in that game. But, but um, for a side-scroller, it's brilliant. They're bringing back the traditional record. I'm super happy Mario. about that. And I would love to see, I don't know, this. you'd, make, you'd like this because mm-hmm. we were talking about this the other day, but I would love to also see someday um, a return to the Mario 64 formula. Yes. I don't yes, need yes. necessarily paintings, but I want that sort of. I don't want, you know, the Mario Galaxy 2 where you just start scooting along the, the, the line. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want, like, jumping into just crazy, diversely mm-hmm. different worlds. You don't want to, like, go to the flagpole at the end of every level. Right. You want, like, right, right, right. a little adventure. Get the star, just like you were in Mario Galaxy, mm-hmm. but, like, not planetoid. Like, back to the sort of, like, bizarro world of Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom. Yeah, there's like so the much, like, there's so much variety in Mario but, 64. You know, it's cool, and what, what, what makes the Mario franchise so enduring is that they, they haven't done that since Mario 64. Mm-hmm. They did Sunshine, which was sort of a weird thing. Galaxy 1 and 2 were a different thing. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing this sort of 2D retro stuff. So there's nothing to say that they couldn't come back to this, like, Mario 64 yeah. idea yeah, someday, honestly, and, and it would feel fresh. That's yeah, what's weird would. about it, you know? Honestly, that's what's uh, surprised me about the new Super announcement, is that for all the Flack Mario gets for iterating, is usually from release to release, it's very, very different, you they know? They do, yeah. Like, Galaxy's very different from Mario 64, which is very different from Mario World. And I have to say, I mean, like, I'm I'm excited for Mario 3D, uh, the new, new Super Mario Bros. 2, to some degree, but... Still, my reservation about the Wii U version still kind of applies here, which mm-hmm. is like, will it be fresh enough that I really will care? Yeah. I'm definitely, I just the things like bringing back Raccoon Mario and all that those things, cool. it makes it seem like maybe they're going to add enough to make it distinguish it from the original new Super. I mean, the DS one was just too easy and it was just too, yeah. too simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a cool, like, kind of retro, like... Yeah, this is awesome. We're doing this again, but then it was like, oh, this is really easy. Yeah, that, that was its biggest problem because it was a really fun game, really and, enjoyable. And but we it was really up the ante, and mm-hmm. it had multiplayer and everything like that, and it had all crazy stuff going on there. And, and I mean, the final boss was epic and everything. But that, and that's fine, and that's good. Mm-hmm. But now, what are you going to do? Yeah. Now, what do you do? I mean, like, I love the Raccoon Tail, and I'm super excited about the Raccoon Tail. For all of you following me on Twitter, could clearly tell <laughs> I was excited. But I can't just have the Raccoon Tail. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. I, I will say, as is, I'm far more excited for the 3DS version than the Wii U one, which I'm still just like... I mean, again... That's because we, we, we saw the demo. We and said the this demo over and over again. We just saw very, very, very early tech footage of it last year, but yeah. I'm just like, meh. We'll yeah. See. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah. More stuff from Nintendo More stuff. Direct. Folders. Boom. Folders. Tomorrow, we're going to be totally putting our apps and folders on our 3DS. I'm putting letters on them. I'm putting letters Yay. on them. All kinds of stuff. I mean, it's... Yeah, I was tweeting about it earlier. I feel really dumb for being excited about folders. Well, I mean, the lead comment <laughs> on Mario Brothers 2, uh, most popular comment, is they're more excited about the folders than they are for the Mario game. Oh, man. Which is kind of funny. I mean, I, it makes sense. I mean, especially for those of us who have... Especially the ambassadors who got mm-hmm. the 20 free games or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, for those people who have been kind of weekly, kind of regularly going in and picking up maybe one game a week mm-hmm. or whatever, even just one game a week, you got a lot of stuff on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, and to be fair, we only saw, like, four screenshots of Mario. Like, we don't even... We haven't seen it in motion or anything. But yeah, I mean, my... Totally just changed topics from folders to Mario. Folders. Back to folders. <laughs> that was <laughs> my amazing. Home I was like, what are you talking my about? My home screen is crazy cluttered. Like, yep. I have to flip through five pages or something, and I've got them where the icons are so tiny I can't even read them. Like, yeah. it, it'll be good to get that all I think it'd be cool. I mean, up. Nintendo's finally really starting to embrace stra- uh, digital strategy and mm-hmm. really... Downloadable content, upgrade, mm-hmm. we'll get that in a second. Well, the part of the folders update is the ability to patch games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So patches, um, uh, uh, folders, downloadable content, full retail games someday, mm-hmm. um, and all these small games. The applications, speaking of applications. Speaking of applications, Pokedex 3D Pro, finally Pikachu in 3D. Yep. I've been... I- I've actually been wondering why this hasn't come sooner, because ever since the original Pokedex came out, I was like, well, this is great. I got well, all my Nova Pokemon we would Pokemon wonder why now. folders haven't come sooner either. I yeah, that's true. He just, like, threw a Reese's piece all over the place. But I anyway. But I mean, those are, I mean, and I, I really like a lot of the Unova Pokemon. I've warmed up to them, but, uh, I mean, we all, we want to see the original 151 and beyond yep. on there, so that's great. They're finally going to do that. It's, it's only been announced for Japan right now, but duh. It's coming. We obviously. actually today um, some domains got registered. We're not writing a story about this because oh, I don't. I don't want to write every domain tell registry them, story. Tell them, tell well, them. actually, the, the Pokedex Pro got registered too. Oh, uh, but also about the really exciting <laughs> news: Nintendo of America. Fire Emblem did get Fire registered. Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, come on, it was probably coming here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all of them. It took a while for Fire Emblem to start coming here, but once, once it, it did, did, it's been pretty regular. Once it did, I don't believe there's one that hasn't. I mm-hmm. want to say that's true. You can write in and say, what about this one? But And you can write in and tell her that at NBC at IGN.com. Tell us about how that's wrong right. we are and to be always, nicer to Rich for some always, reason. Always. I know. That's such a we, movement that, now. We get it. Now, to be original, you have to say anything but be nicer to Rich. So keep no. that in mind, yeah. Because she's so abusive to me. Oh, yeah. It's I mock her when the podcast sad. isn't recording, and then she mocks me viciously in public. Sad. Yeah, but see, we're more often not podcasting, so it evens out. See? Maybe. Yeah, anyway. Next topic. Next topic. Uh, also, out of Nintendo Direct, we got a couple other things. We call, saw the first gameplay footage for Project Cross Zone, which... Damn, it looked epic, it looks right? It cool. I mean, um, you know, it's um, strategy RPG is what they're maintaining. You'd swear it's some sort of fighting game. Yeah, but, it's... Um, 
it clearly is working with, you know, partner-based system of some sort, mm -hmm. big-scale attacks. What's interesting, though, is it's keeping a very modest graphical approach. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think you know. it's gorgeous. I love this. I, I, I'm a huge fan of sprites and oh, really too. pretty sprite work, so it, I think it looks really cool. I, oh, this thing packages are impressive <laughs> on the podcast. I'm eating Reese's Pieces, people. They're amazing. Um, <laughs> it's my air, airport food of choice. Like, that's why I eat. This NBC sponsored by Reese's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to mention it three more times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Reese's Pieces what was I talking about oh, Project oh. <laughs> so the graphics and the sprites look really great except there's some sort of mechanic that shows the characters in like sort of much bigger form like they sort of yeah, across the screen yeah, yeah. those animations I don't really like it's like they'll pop in and talk over the fighting or something yeah but it's very primitive animation and I like that if you're going to use sprites in there animate those sprites better. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the little guys on the screen and, and mm -hmm. when they're fighting, that all looks fine, but when they come in for their sort of like interrupt animations, mm -hmm. that, that that was where I was kind of like, yeah, you can do better than this. But yeah. it looks cool, it looks very ambitious, epic scale, um, more characters are set to be unveiled soon. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cause like, it's due for, in 2012 uh, in yeah. Japan, no... No US domestic release. anything else yeah. release announced. So. But um, it's cool. It was like when we all heard about the Capcom Sega Namco Bandai collaboration, I think what most of us thought was like, oh god, please don't be a sports game or an <laughs> Olympic outing or anything. Right. But this actually looks like a cool game Could be pretty that cool. we don't want to play. And uh, rounding out Speaking the Nintendo Direct, <laughs> rounding out the Nintendo Direct news. Step aside, Samus. No time for a birthday party for you, but Kirby's getting a whole anniversary campaign. How do you Even, feel about that, Rich? Well, the best part about this <laughs> is that Samus doesn't get one, but Kirby gets a 20th. Yeah, and it was Samus' 25th. Yeah. It's like, uh, Come on, guys. I mean, a lot of people were pointing out Donkey Kong didn't get his 30th, but again, that's his third. I mean, he didn't get a 25th either, to my recollection, but... Um, yeah, so Donkey Kong got screwed, and so did Metroid, but Kirby got one. Yeah, which it's is... It's just a weird approach. I mean... Like, it's a cool franchise, but, like, it's weird, because especially the 20th thing, they usually go all out on the 25th, like Mario, Zelda... Mario and Zelda got pretty good ones. That. I mean, Mar Mario's was okay. Yeah, he... Most Zelda basically, got, like, crazy good. Yeah, Mario basically just got that compilation, which mm -hmm. is what Kirby's getting, and then some. Well, and here's the amazing thing, though. Mario got a so-so art book full of... My favorite part about the Mario art book is that it shows you pictures of original design documents from afar or, like, at sort of a weird angle, um, and, and a few that were okay, but, like, you wanted to read all that, and they're mm -hmm. like, by the way, this is what this looks like, okay, moving along, and you're like, no, wait, wait, come back, I want to read that, but, um... You know, they started on art books. They basically Still ported. Still haven't gotten story. Yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, that was my favorite part, I... I this question never made it to uh, publication because it was so useless, but I asked Anuma something about Skyward Sword, and I don't remember what it was. And he said, well, yes, as you can see in our history book. And I was like, you didn't release it. Yeah, you didn't let me see in I it. Can't, <laughs> I can't publish this. It doesn't make any sense. He's like, well, I'll just refer to that. I'm like, well, I don't have it. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have Nobody here has it, so what am I supposed to do about <laughs> you that? You won't let us have it. Um, but um, anyway, back to Mario, though. His anniversary is a port of a 20-year-old game. Mm -hmm. Kirby is getting an original compilation because there is no Kirby compilation. Yeah. So they're yeah, actually yeah. taking Putting the time to go put together a Kirby compilation on Wii. 
Yeah. Um, and at least in Japan, the Wii compilation is confirmed for America, but in Japan they're also getting the 3D Classics Kirby's Adventure. Yeah, we had like that. Like Club yeah. Nintendo items. Yeah, right, right, right. There's like a few more things. Other things. Um, all will be made well if they announce Metroid for Wii U at E3. Not, yeah, for the most part. I'll, yeah, I'll forgive yeah, yeah. them. Although watch that be like a port of Metroid Prime enabled for Wii U. And then Kirby shows up Can you imagine if we just get a bunch of ports for Wii U of old Nintendo games enabled I, for Wii U? I mean, that's going to happen, but if they try we'll and pull some. that at launch, mm, Skyward Sword, idea. you ready for that in HD? Once again, <laughs> one year later, one year anniversary of Skyward Sword coming soon. Um, we see the future, folks. So that was kind of lame. I mean, I mean, it's fine. I, you know, I, I love just sort of kicking around Kirby, but partly because, like, that character gets more love in some ways than most of Nintendo's other characters yeah. Yeah. In, in a weird way. Um, but, um, you know, good for it. We don't know what games are going to be in the compilation, though. No, no, no. Um, that's about uh, it, right? Yeah. Wii you, U. You wrote a cool article about uh, oh, yeah. how Wii U shouldn't be Wii U. Oh, so we actually had some <laughs> questions on Twitter about this. Not not the name specifically, but kind of surrounding that. So, I, yeah, I, I wrote an article about how it's time for the Wii U name to change. Um, and, 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 you know, I think the name Wii is fine. I think that suited that system very well. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't begrudge Nintendo for trying to name the next system something involving Wii. Yeah. The I mean, problem it makes was sense from a branding standpoint. It was so popular. Wii 2, mm -hmm. Wii 360, something. Yeah. But, but to do Wii U, and, and it's interesting because some people were like, well, people bitched about Wii, and they all sort of addressed that. There was a difference, and at least within this office or the office that existed six, five, six years ago, mm -hmm. um, I remember distinctly when that got announced, and I've said this on the podcast before, people bitched and laughed and made a ton of jokes mm -hmm. for two to three weeks. Yeah. And it would come up every now and then, and we'd be like, gosh, I still can't believe it's called that. But after about a year, and especially once the console had been out for like six, seven months, mm -hmm. the name didn't matter anymore. You know, it was all about the games or whatever yeah, yeah, else was yeah, yeah. coming out. Um Wii U is interesting to me because we're about a year away out from the name announcement, and people are people still just still going like, "I don't it. get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why you would do this." Which and is a big problem for them, just from a sales standpoint. Yeah, and I mean, it. it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, the point I sort of made in the article, and you can go to read it, but um, but like the 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 crux of my argument is like it doesn't make sense for anybody. Mm. It does have the Wii name, and 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 so so. And that's going to necessarily, like, probably pull in people like my parents, right? Yeah, like, you yeah. and I are probably, you know, if, especially if we were just standard kind of, you know, people buying games mm -hmm. um, and didn't have this job, uh, we wouldn't care what it's called. Yeah, You yeah. call it Nintendo like, yep, POS it's have or whatever, my you know? HD. Okay, Yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't even think we need to know that part. Yeah. New Nintendo <laughs> system? Yes, please. Yeah. You know, sign us up. But for my parents, for example, that Wii name is important, like we were just saying, so... But but the name Wii U made them, and especially uh, combined with the design of the system, made them think it was just an enhancement mm -hmm. for the Wii. Well, especially the system itself, which you you barely see anywhere, yeah. but there are a couple of images of it. It looks it, almost identical. It looks almost exactly like the Wii, only mm -hmm. I think like the edges are a little more rounded or something. A little more rounded and... Maybe a uh, tiny bit smaller. Or and at least from what I'm seeing, you can't turn it on side. Which is sort of the typical positioning. Oh of no! Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. got to rethink that whole strategy. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> but um, you know, so so like from the perspective of sort of the more casual gamer that doesn't necessarily pay attention too much to games, this looks like an expansion, mm -hmm. and the name sort of supports that because people, I think, inherently understand when you put a two after something. It's mm -hmm. like, ah, a sequel. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. 
when you or put like Wii iPad U, two, iPad three, right. something like when that. When you put Wii U, that fits the naming of like Wii Fit and and all yeah. those sorts of things. And so you well, just I just start... see all these moms going to the store and seeing it and being like, "Well, I'm not going to buy that just three hundred dollars just for that tablet. I already mm-hmm. have a Wii, mm-hmm. and I see that it's packaged with the Wii, but I don't need that tablet." People have enough trouble distinguishing between the 3DS and the DS and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which is mind-boggling, but it's true. It kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah. Three DS. Oh, that's just like a 3D DS, right? Yeah. Oh, they they don't need that. They don't mm. need the 3Ds. Yeah. Um, but so and then and then from the hardcore perspective, I just think that the name we use a little too. Clever, cutesy, kind of silly, doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily indicate a feeling of power or that this well, is an HD it's revolution. Like the way Reggie announced it, this little like it's with now me we and, you. and you, and you were just like, oh god, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, it's funny because I was talking to Pear <laughs> about this the other day, and he said it sounds like a class that you take yeah. somewhere. Yeah, go you learn know? about it the It sounds Wii. <laughs> like an educational game or something. Yeah, and I think it's all very true. And so, anyway, uh, point being that um, tomorrow evening, um, is roughly when Nintendo's going to release its fiscal reports. Mm-hmm. And people have been asking me if we can expect news. A um, couple points to make. There's no defined time when they will release this. It happens sometime on the 26th in Japan, which means sometime in the at evening, night, um, here. Yeah. Uh, the specific, so we can't tell you, like, check it back at 5pm for right. news. Like, we don't know when it'll come. Yeah, We're it'll just... come maybe at 5, maybe at 8pm yeah. uh, Pacific. Um, but just keep checking back tomorrow evening if you're curious about what might come out of this, because it's, yeah. we're going to be updating, obviously, as soon as the news arrives. And so, what typically happens is there's no guarantee that news will happen. This mm-hmm. is not a Nintendo Direct, and sometimes Nintendo Direct doesn't even have news, but there's not. Yeah. this is not a scheduled announcement of games or presentation of games this is but what does happen with this is in addition to releasing their financial status which usually is dismal these days um (laughs) mostly because of the 3ds price cut um they tend to do some presentations to investors that include some news about the future they they basically Um, are telling their investors don't worry guys we have these plans and that's why your money is well placed yeah here's here's (laughs) what we have for the future and usually they start off going like, here's 5 million sales charts about mm-hmm. the last quarter or three months. And, and in this case, it'll be about the last year usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but then towards the end, they're like, by the way. Boom, 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 well, boom, that's boom, what happened boom. last time. They're in their mm-hmm. last quarter. Is At the end, it's like, oh, and also NFC for Wii U and also a 2D platformer for 3DS. For, right. You know? And Mario. And then they and they also announced the Nintendo Network. Um, so we get some stuff. Sometimes it's a little trivial. Last time we got confirmation of a new Mario game. So it can be a little unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and I have no idea if they'll rename it. You know, I, re- I part of me wants to say no just because they're kind of stubborn and I'm sure they just sat there and thought about it and they're like, nope, this is the name. It's going to be Wii U. I mean, everyone when Wii, Wii was announced were like, change it. And they were like, and they nope. Didn't. Yeah. I mean, especially because it was called Revolution and then it went to Wii and yeah. you're like, oh, one yeah. of those was so much cooler. Yeah. Um, the one thing that might make them change it is the confusion because that's, right. and like you said, especially a whole year out. And it's not just shock confused. and like people being like, that's a stupid name. Like with Wii, people they were are like, actually confused. Yeah. With Wii, they were like, I can make people jokes and like yeah. oh haha stupid name but here it's like what is this is it right. peripheral legitimate confusion so that's the one thing that may actually propel them to change it because otherwise yeah i think they'd be like you know you'll get used to it it's what we're doing right right and maybe they'll still do that yeah. so who knows i mean i kind of want to say that they probably won't but 
You never know. Um, that would be good. I, I want them to, but honestly, if they don't, we'll get used to it. It'll be fine, but sure. I want them to. Something too. like that. I want them I to. I do think that this name, more, way more than we. We was just sort of a, a very bold, crazy decision that fit the style mm-hmm. of the console they were going for. This next console is not only supposed to be that, but also what the 360 and PS3 mm-hmm. are to those that more hardcore audience. Yeah. And that name does not say that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The design doesn't, the name doesn't, yeah. so we'll see. Well, that's the thing. Is like, and I am excited for Wii U, but it's hard to be crazy excited because with the branding, and it's so trivial, but it just doesn't feel like the next step. There's a lot in a brand. It feels like continuing that, and it's fine. And like I've said a million times, I loved the Wii, I'm excited about Wii U, but... I was ready for the next generation of Nintendo. And, and there's a lot in branding, and I mean, what's what's amazing is that Nintendo perfectly understood that with Wii. Mm-hmm. They created an entire idea, much like Apple does with their products, the entire idea that all perfectly fit together, and that's why it blew up, yeah, you know? Yeah. And this was something very different. It wasn't like other consoles. It didn't matter that it wasn't powerful. It had experiences that you couldn't find on other consoles. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, all the, especially like the the more casual gamers, like ate it up. Yeah. You know, and this time it's different, and I'm I'm actually a little surprised. I mean, they were trying to do this like all inclusive thing, but that's just that's a little too silly and cute and goofy and punish and whatever yeah, else you want to yeah, say yeah. about it for you know the types of folks that are playing 360 and PS3. Yeah. I think they're trying, you know, they're trying to do like a jump out the gate early, lure a lot of those people over with all the third party content plus all the crazy cool Nintendo content yeah. and you know maybe a Metroid or whatever. I mean Metroid is an ideal launch title because it mm-hmm. does speak to the both worlds. Yeah, yeah. But um that name well, and a, that design does not quite a tough do it. Spot. I mean the hardcore gamers are kind of disappointed by the name and the casual gamers are kind of confused by it. So well, it's sort of lose-lose at and, this point. Yeah, and in the piece I also said like They've educated those core gamers for like five to six years that mm-hmm. they're, you know, and it's not saying that Wii's a bad console. I've said this before again, but I usually have to say it again. <laughs> but, um, you know, Wii is not a bad console. It has plenty of great mm-hmm. software, but it doesn't, it, and it was branded in a way very deliberately that made it clear, especially over time, as you looked at stuff like Wii Sports and Wii Sports 2 and Wii, Wii Play Fit. and Wii Music yeah. and Wii Fit and all these things. That it was, and, and, and a ton of party games that can't even begin to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, this was more for my parents than it was mm-hmm. for me, even though it had two of the greatest Mario games of yeah. all time, two of the greatest Zelda games yeah. of all time. GameCube only had one of those each, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, we had all three Metroid games. Yeah. No, know? It, it has an crazy, like, it's incredible, an incredible library. library. Yeah. And yet, and, and you made this point to me, which was uh, when we were talking about the piece when I was pretty much done with it, and it's like, yet all uh, you know, all of that, and yet everyone will remember it for Wii Sports and the name mm-hmm. and the, the motion control. They're not going to necessarily remember it for Mario Galaxy. They will remember mm-hmm. it for Wii Sports. Yeah. And this console, this next console, Wii U, needs to do something different, and out the gate, the name doesn't suggest It just suggest needs that. to clear the slate. Yeah. Start it's, all it, over. It needs a different brand. And, and again, like, I don't necessarily necessarily begrudge them for needing to keep we it mm-hmm. makes sense. it makes complete sense but um but you know it's um yeah so yeah. what else we got cool is that well, about it that's about it uh, we had a couple reader questions we'll try and run through real quick um, reese's pieces still in the house yeah Lovely. reese's pieces still oh, in the house oh if you guys like card games <laughs> go looking for the resident evil card game it's really cool um i was actually playing uh cards with bows on 
I guess I should almost call him like he who shall not be named. But um, <laughs> Rose and I were playing it the other night and like spent like four hours playing it. It was really cool. So um, anyway, also brought to you by Resident Evil: The Card Game. Oh no. yeah, <laughs> no. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Moving along. Okay. Anyway, that's four, five, five. You, you can get it in a couple more times. All the right. Reese's Pieces edition. Let's do a couple reader questions. Kendall Smith. Says I choose you, NVC. You oh see what God. I get there? No, stop. I thought it was Boy. funny, Kendall. Anyway, I love would. the podcast. My question: How come we never got a Pokemon game that combines all the regions into one big game? And do you think the Wii U, uh, that for Wii U fans will finally get to see a full-fledged Pokemon adventure on a console? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to Rich. He's just eating Reese's pieces now. I don't think you will. I mean, I, I honestly don't think you will. Yeah, I mean. The reason they don't combine all the regions into one, honestly, is so that they can keep returning to those old money. games and remaking them. It's money. Would be my guess. And yes. uh, I don't foresee... Uh, if what you're talking about is getting a core game on Wii U, I doubt that'll happen because... We asked him. Remember? Yeah, we asked him before, and he basically said that. Nope. Con- yeah, he basically said no, that a console experience is more befitting something like a Pokemon Party type game or something yep. like that yep. but um they just feel that the portable more communicative nature of of portable, of portable pokemon games yeah. makes sense and i mean and it makes sense that's where the franchise was born is born on game boy sort of being portable on the go having the great trading and all of that that's just so rooted Plus, in the franchise i can't more see it important changing. to make direct sequels where the biggest defining feature is the bridges are gone and everything's covered with ice <laughs> That's what's important here, people. I'm being sarcastic. I think that game, maybe that game will be cool. I don't know. With now with 200 <laughs> more Pokemon that you don't want to collect. Negative Nelly, <laughs> go back to eating your Reese's Pieces, and the rest of us will enjoy our Pokemons. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Moving along. No, I really want a console Pokemon, though. Really? I'm gonna be cool. I I did. Ever since Pokemon Snap, I've wanted to see like the Pokemon okay, world fully run. realized yeah. on a console, but I honestly don't want, and I, uh, I, I argue with my boyfriend uh, about this all the time, I don't want like a core entry type game on the console, because I just, I love it on I the do. handheld. Well, here's, here's, uh, I'm probably should get close to speaking to programming. Um, <laughs> we're, we're in the, we're in a meeting room on the phone. Uh, oh yeah, we're doing this on the phone again. You guys didn't seem to have too much of an issue, so just in the midst, uh, you know, interest of time, we're just doing it here real quick. Um, the reason I want a console version is because I want it to interact with the 3DS version, and I want to be able to take my adventure with me on the 3DS when I'm traveling, and then bring it back and have it sync up. I don't know if Nintendo will ever think of that, um... I just think it would be cool. Like, I, I'm i ready. I mean, the Pokemon series slowly iterate over its various iterations, evolves, and it has changed mm-hmm. considerably from the start to now. I'm really ready. I really want them to, to see them make, like, a jump, though. Like, they seem to always make little steps, little steps, and it's mm-hmm. cool, and you're like, oh, okay, change that, change this, this, this. I'm waiting for... I, I really want to see some big conceptual leap with the series. Um, not just tweaks and adjustments to the core gameplay, and I understand why they do that. Everybody likes Pokemon. It's still mm-hmm. selling ridiculously well. Yeah. I would just love to see them do something bold with the series outside of Nobunaga's ambition. Like, <laughs> you know, like like Pokemon Conquest is cool or any of those types of things. I just would love to see them do a core adventure with the whole idea of catching and collecting and all that, but really put it into a different spot. I think it would be cool 
to see that, and maybe it can still interact with a very traditional adventure on the 3DS. Um, I, w- I mean, again, I would I would have thought the franchise would have burned out a long time ago with this current approach, and it hasn't, so more power to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- th- their ability to keep reaching to the next youngest generation mm-hmm. is remarkable. Yeah. Um, but especially in an era with Skylanders and stuff like that, I think they need to be a little bolder. So. Interesting. I mean, more than anything, I just want a more traditional game, like still pushing forward with little innovations that, that they always do from generation to generation. But I just want it on 3DS. That's the biggest step. A real 3DS. Yeah, I want to see entry. like all yeah. of the monsters like in CG. You I can actually too. see them moving. I mean, like that's the biggest step I want to see. They play next. so. I'm happy with the traditional gameplay. It, it's really they solid. They play so conservatively. I mean, not only do they just make small incremental upgrades, but now we've got this these new two new games coming. And they're still on the DS. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like... I mean, honestly, okay, I think it's really clear that the reason we're getting a sequel to Pokemon 2 is they're just... They're not ready. Yeah, they're not ready for 3DS. Yeah. They've never made a game like that before. It's going to take them more time, more resources, and so they're putting just, this out in the meantime. I'm always baffled by... And, and this is more probably to do with Nintendo than, than the companies making games for Nintendo, really. Nintendo seems incapable of keeping its closest partners advised of its key hardware <laughs> maneuvers. I mean, look no further than Kid Icarus and how that does Circle not support the Circle Pad Pro. Like, dude, it's Sakurai who makes yeah. probably your biggest hardcore franchise right now. And they didn't tell him about the Circle Pad Pro. And you can't tell him that your stupid system is getting a second add-on stick. Come on, guys. So and and you know so maybe he was doodling during the meeting. Exactly. He's like, what? What? I mean, that 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 Pokemon company could not be ready within the first year of a launch mm-hmm. of a 3ds I don't, I, launches it may, maybe missing launch no problem because that that can happen but that they were not ready by the end of last year is a little crazy to me and i mean it yeah. worked out fine for nintendo they had everything else and i mean may, maybe it's a case where um nintendo knew it would have mario mario mm-hmm. kart and um about to sneeze it's horrible um <laughs> and monster hunter maybe they knew they had those things yeah. and so they just were like yeah no problem just keep going guys but um, I mean, we're looking at at least another year now until Pokemon 3DS. Yeah, oh yeah, I would um, say. Year two, even. I mean, they're definitely not releasing one any sooner than a year, so... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if we see, like, a 3D remake before yeah. an original 3D title. It's like, weird. that's the way it usually goes. It's, it's like, weird. original remake. remake. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, obviously, yeah. the third iteration. Of course, now we have a sequel, so now, now we don't know what to do. Now they're just changing up the whole formula, see, so we innovation. Just don't even know. Innovation. <laughs> Rather than getting a full console adventure, we're getting a sequel. What, every, on the, They've never on done eight, a sequel on before. An eight-year-old platform. Whatever. I want to see why Nova's covered in ice. Personally. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's because that snow cone Pokemon went crazy. Well, I hope that's why. <laughs> Do you? Do you no, really? We all know it's because of Kyurem. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving along. Trevor Bettis. You missed David. David Dominguez Gatson says, would it be too far-fetched to think we'd get both a remake and a sequel on the 3DS cartridge of A Link to the Past? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They would... They'd sell that shit separately. They would sell that stuff separately. And you would buy them separately. 3D classics, yo. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. It is a little far-fetched. But dare to dream, David. Dare to dream. Indeed. Trevor says, if Nintendo does announce a new Metroid game at E3, I want it to be a side-scroller like the NES, SNES, GBA games. Nope. Do you think this is something they would do, or are side-scrolling Metroid games done for? I don't think it's done for, but I think that if you're... I mean, again, who knows with Nintendo and everything, Mm -hmm. but if you're going to do a Metroid game towards the beginning of Wii U's life cycle, you're doing the 3D so that you can hold up the, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the the tablet, have the second Mm -hmm. visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if you're a developer, especially if you're Nintendo, and especially if you know you're Miyamoto watching mm-hmm. with you know working with retro and stuff, you can't resist that. You yeah, know, yeah. you can't resist having the tablet be your sort of touch panel commands mm-hmm. for your weaponry. Yeah. Like, you'd be insane yeah. to do it otherwise. But, uh, you know, maybe is, not. But No, I, I agree with you on that, but I will say, I don't think it's out of the question for 3DS. Oh, uh, no, no, because, no. And, and I don't think it's out of the question for Wii U either. No, I, just think, I, I think it would now. be smarter to do a full, I just like, think not now. 3D. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah. um, no, I mean, they've been doing a lot of sort of retro-type throwbacks. Donkey Kong Country Returns, you know, mm-hmm. even just returning to the Kid Icarus franchise, the new Super games, like, there's a lot... Yeah, Nintendo's really figured out, like, this retro kick to it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, so, not just re-releasing games, which they've always been good at, but, yeah. like, um, like, finding that sort of retro spirit. Making them relevant again. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it's out of the question. A link to the past, you know, whatever that turns out to yeah, be, you know, exactly. that, that project. So, yeah, anyway. Anyway, Matt Lucchetti says, do you think that the Wii U will be able to compete with the next Xbox and PS4, or do you think that it'll get the short end of the stick like we did when we entered the next-gen of consoles? Um, it's, it's, it's not, that's apples and oranges. Yeah. Because so, so, so with Wii and 360 PS3, mm-hmm. they deliberately held it back. They yeah. deliberately stayed more towards the era of GameCube. And that's because... To give it some context, back when the Wii released, not everyone had HD systems. The penetration rate was much lower than it is now, so they made the decision that it wasn't necessary. And obviously, their gamble paid off because their systems sell pretty well. Yeah. Um, um, So this is a little different. I don't think that the raw power of, like... And and it's so different, it's hard to compare these things. It's not... I think a lot of people still stay in the era of, like... 8-bit, 16-bit stuff yeah, where you can yeah. like kind of clearly compare these things. I think, you know, as we get further along in generations, it's going to be very difficult to fully gauge, especially towards the launch, mm-hmm. um, you know, how different these systems are. I think the next Xbox, the next PS, PS whatever, yeah. um, will definitely be um, more powerful than mm-hmm. a Wii U. Yeah. But... I don't think you're going to notice, like, a massive difference. Yeah. And another thing to keep in mind is that the Wii U is going to be 1080. They've confirmed that. Mm-hmm. And there aren't... I don't even know if there are any TVs on the market that are go above 1080. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Not for... Nothing. Nothing affordable. Mm-mm. So, I mean, it's going to be a long time before it even matters if it's more powerful than the Wii U. I mean, those those systems will be able to probably do better lighting and shading and mm-hmm. blah, 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 better AI routines. But at this point, things powerful. are so realistic that it's almost to the point where it doesn't so much matter how much more powerful things get. Yeah, like, I mean, once you're 1080, it's like, yeah. I think yeah. a, I think a fairly realistic way to look at it is is kind of what we've been expecting. I mean, I know we've seen like five million rumors, but if you think about it, all these rumors are contradicting each other. And I already sort of addressed this in a previous podcast, but mm-hmm. um, I think what you're going to look at is that Wii U will be more powerful than 360 and PS3. Exactly how much I don't know, mm-hmm. and you probably won't see a massive difference between those titles. You know, if, especially if you have like something on Wii U and 360 and PS3 you're not going to see much of a difference between those three for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when the next generation, or, or you know, the, the next cycle of Xbox and PlayStation happen, I still think your systems are going to be pretty close. Yeah. And I think even for maybe a year or two even after that, they'll be pretty close because mm-hmm. it took several years for 360 oh, yeah, and yeah. PS3 to really get good. Um, I think we've, we've said some of this stuff before, but... Towards the, you know, more towards the, like, very mature late end of 360 PS, or, uh, sorry, uh, 720 PS4, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them. Towards the end of their life cycles, they will be better, 
mm-hmm. and Wii U will not. Yeah. And then we'll, that'll be interesting to see kind of how developers treat Wii U. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like they might still like kind of treat Wii U as a base and then yeah, scale up yeah, slightly yeah. or scale down slightly for Wii U, I guess would be mm-hmm. the more appropriate way of doing it. But, um, you know, I don't think Nintendo is going to be in that rough a shape. Um, I think the reports that it, this system is not as powerful as 360 and PS3 seems a little silly to me. Um, And again, like, developers are, have different capabilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we've said before, we've had other developers come forward and say, no, this system's amazing. It's it's fine, yeah. I mean, like, we've had people be like, this is more than enough. Um, You know, and I think a lot of the differences we're going to see between this gen and next gen is going to be more subtle stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, to more directly answer your question, I don't think that it's really possible for Nintendo to be in the situation they were with the Wii. They're not going to be... be They're not going to be left in the dust, like 480 versus 1080. Like, it's it's never going to be that far again, because just graphics to the point, hardware's to the point where there just can't be that much of a discrepancy anymore. Now it's just tweaking it. Yep. to get better and better. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think you guys will have to worry. And I mean, like, you know, when you get an HD Zelda, you're going to be pretty pleased. And I don't know if you'll necessarily care that Resistance 6 is really, yeah. you know, that maybe a little bit better. Um, yeah, it'll be close. So we'll anyway. do a couple more questions and then sure. we'll head out of here. Uh, yeah. Juan Carlos says, I have been planning to get a 3DS for the longest time and I was waiting for the light version, but right. I saw Pokemon Black White 2, can't right. wait any oh, longer. Sure. Uh, I was wondering if the Zelda bundle was still available because I fell in love with that design and what right. should be my number one buy. All Thanks, right. love, oh, NVC. Good Lord. Okay. Could, could you hear the question, guys, between Rich Groaning? Oh, come on. All right, so far, <laughs> many things. One, I'm sure you can find the Zelda bundle. I but... actually looked online and uh, you're going to have to buy it used, it looks like, because they're not selling them new anymore on Amazon and GameStop, but I'm sure you can buy it. You could probably track it down in stores and stuff. I mean, some outlets probably still have it. But more importantly, Pokemon Black White 2 does not come out till like September, October. Uh, I think latest rumors like early October. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a long time. Mm -hmm. If, say, they don't announce something at at E3, and, you know, maybe they won't. I feel like they will, but, you know, it's doing okay, so, you know, maybe they won't. But, Mm -hmm. um, um, you know... Then get one. Yeah, I mean, if, but if don't we, get one now. <laughs> You'd be yeah, crazy if Black Two and Y Two is really like the main reason you're wanting to get this. Then at least wait until after E three, just in case they do announce yeah, that light yeah, version. Yeah. And if not at E three, then you're probably safe to go. You ahead should and get be okay. It. But again, like if that's the game you want, then just wait till right before that game comes out, and then pick it up if you want to. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, unless you're saying that's the game you want, but there are also lots of other games you're wanting to play: Mario Kart, sure. Mario Land. And you should play those. Yeah, and you should. And I mean, for me, I just wait until the last second to buy hardware because, like, would it wouldn't it suck if, like, you really kind of want to black two by two is really the only reason you're bothering, and then you pick it up in July, kind of to play the other games, and then they announce one in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I wouldn't buy it until you really are like, yep, that's what I'm buying. So, um, you are probably pretty safe for the later you get in the year, though. Yeah, um, but Nintendo's be Nintendo's crazy now. Like they make announcements in little internet videos. It's true, and it, it's hard. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to sort of predict when and where they're going to make these types of announcements. Mm-hmm. And like, CirclePad Pro showed up in a Mitsu article yeah. that leaked. Yeah, and like it is, it is about that time when. I think a year and a year and a half when the DS Fat went to the Uh, light. If I recall correctly, they announced it at an E3. I believe it was like a year and a half after the Fat or something. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. A year and a half because I think uh, I think it it launched in like a November or something. Mm -hmm. 
But the, the, the a yeah. year after. Oh, I don't remember now. But anyway, it's getting about that time, it seems. So it wouldn't be out of the question for the light version to be announced. So if you're really worried about that, just hold out a couple of months and at least until after E3. Yeah, now my brain hurts with trying to figure out this <laughs> timeline. Anyway, moving along. <laughs> okay, last question for today comes from Ty Blue. Hello. I was listening to some of a your proper. old podcasts, specifically the one where you talk about the history of the Wii. I have a funny story for you guys. This is actually Florida. This better be funny. No, this, this Florida is when we read this, actually. I was five when the Wii came out. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, Which made us feel so old. Because this kid's now like... Eleven? Um, yeah. Yeah? I was five when the Wii came out, and I was super excited for it. I worked an entire summer doing random chores. He saved up the money. Took him a week to actually get his hands. You worked all summer doing chores when you were five? (laughs) Dang. (laughs) But anyway... Uh, he was a hard-working little kid. He saved up $330, but it took him a he week. he 15? It, that's a big typo. Anyway, it took him a week to actually get his hands on a Wii, and he was wondering, do you think that Wii U will have the same shortage and the same drought of good games that the Wii enjoyed? Uh, sh- sh- shortage? No. I think it'll be pretty easy to get one for the most part. Again, mm-hmm. it'll depend on what they show at E3, and if they're... Yeah. I mean... If you think about the Wii uh, marketing campaign, mm-hmm. it was pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, they were very smart with that. So it'll depend a little bit on how they do things. Um, I think with the Wii shortages, is you can't account for that. The way the Wii sold when it first launched, mm-hmm. no one expected it to do, yeah. take the nation and take Oprah and Mom's <laughs> wallets by storm like yeah, it did. Yeah. So they, you can't really... It count on them bottling lightning like that again? Well, you can count on them shorting supplies so that it makes it seem like that they caught lightning in a bottle which again. Is, which the companies do. Nintendo used to be very, very tricky a long time ago. They used yeah. to be very tricky. They would do things like that, actually, <laughs> yeah. to purposefully make people think that it was hard to get, that they had to go get it, and then they would go running out looking for it, and mm-hmm. they would sort of, like, leak out bits of supplies. Not saying they do that now, but, I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't feel like there's going to be a shortage, though. Yeah. Um I think, you know, it'll be tougher to get because, especially because, you know, your your sort of Nintendo loyal legion mm-hmm. will be there. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And so I think that'll make it difficult to get quickly, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be pretty easy yeah. to get shortly I mean, thereafter. If you're really that worried about it when they start taking pre-orders, just plop down your 50 bucks and yeah. if you're worried about it. And we say, oh, shortage of good games or whatever. Um, I think it'll be less of an issue because, at least, well... Looking at 3DS, I don't think it'll be anywhere like 3DS. Yeah, after the backlash from 3DS, I think they they know at least a little better. There's going to be at least something. I think so you'll see it a little I, more spread out. I don't think it'll out. be as bad as Wii was. Yeah, I think you'll see you know, a few Nintendo titles at launch, but then I think you'll see a few more coming in the months after that. Mm-hmm. And then you, you'll still have your sort of like slower months, like, mm-hmm. you know, April here for 3DS, all we got was Spirit Camera. Yeah. And that's not, you're like, oh my gosh, earth shattering. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it'll be better. Um, they, they claim it'll be better. They've outright said it will be. So well, we'll see if they follow through. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for this so NBC. What's on that second page? Uh, more questions. Oh, there's only one more question. Yeah, let's okay, just let's just grab it. Yep. Eli. Eli Wilson. Lucky dog. I got your question, man. <laughs> I think we've read his, him on here before. But uh. Eli says, hi, just another question that I really want answered. Which game should I buy, Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess? <coughs> he likes the dark themes and openness of Twilight Princess, but he really likes the art style and the sort of funner feel of Skyward Sword. 
You read both reviews, so which one should you... You made me choke on my water. Oh my god, you killed Rich! Moving along. Wait, so which of those two do you think he should, he should buy? Skyward Sword. Yeah, that's one I, I would go with. But then buy Twilight Princess, because they're both really good. Here's the thing. Oh, but, and also Skyward Sword's first in the entire series of all the games, so it's a good place to start. Yeah, I mean, uh, you read both reviews. I mean... The thing to keep in mind is that Castle Messina is crazy. No. Um, <laughs> the twi- I mean, Twilight Princess is good, but I don't think it's aged nearly as well. Um, you know, in some games that happens too. I think Twilight Princess has a lot of amazing elements, but it's got a very slow beginning and mm-hmm. not. Skyward Sword has, uh, it has the opening prologue that is a sl- has a slower pace, but it's more aimed at introducing you to a world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a very specific region, a group of people that you frequently interact mm-hmm. with. It turns um, off a lot of people, though. I can't count the number of people I've met yeah, who said they've frustrated. only played Skyward Sword until the you know, wolf part where he's running around the dungeon. Twilight. Yeah. Twilight. Twi- Did so I say Skyward Sword? Yeah, I meant Twilight Princess. Right, right. So, so, so Twilight has a very slow, very, 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 very slow. slow. Yeah, and it's it's tough, too, because a lot of those characters don't necessarily matter as you mm-hmm. go along. Like, once you become the wolf is when everything really starts, and there's a lot of stuff that feels pointless that mm-hmm. you like I think at one point you're chasing a cat and you're doing some fishing and yeah. you're like wrestling with some bulls and stuff and like a lot of that doesn't really matter like I don't I shouldn't have to learn fishing mm-hmm. um and and wrestling with bulls is not that big of a deal despite the fact that it sort of matter, matters a little later on it's not that important you know yeah. um it's not like the legend of zelda links bull riding adventure <laughs> or something so it's a great game it's got a lot of cool ideas but it gets bogged down just by its sort of vastness um, and its unwillingness to just kind of keep things going along. Um, some great stuff in there, though. There's yeah, some I mean, really cool it's stuff still in there. Great. It's still worth playing. I think so. But uh, Yeah, especially now. I mean, it's like a greatest hits title, so that's of good. Of the two, I'd go for Skyward first. Skyward has a, is, is smarter. Um, it does still have an opening that is much, you know, is much more about it being a prologue and sort mm-hmm. of like... Learning the, the ropes. The flow and pacing of Skyward but it's is much, much better. better. It is much better. Um, it has a couple issues. And um, especially if you're talking about the Wii versions, um, I would suggest when you get Twilight Princess to get the GameCube version. Sure, I would yeah, say that's, other than like the bow and stuff, that's the definitive version of the game. Yeah. But um, Skyward is the reason that Wii exists. Like, it exactly. is the full realization Which of the Wii Which is weird that it showed up concept. at the very end of the life cycle. Yeah. But um, yeah, especially if you're talking about the Wii versions of both of these, Skyward is way better. Like, the sword yeah. play is actually... Matters. It works. Yeah. It matters. It's yeah. really great. There are some issues towards the end of the game. It, it has a weird pacing issue towards towards the very end, but mm-hmm. the great irony is once you... And, and, and quite a few people don't like this portion, this specific instance of the game or, or part of the game, but um, um, if you don't mind it and or if it's a little frustrating and you get past it, this is towards the end of the game, then the really awesome stuff in the game shows up. Yeah. It's funny how, like, you struggle a little bit right towards that mm-hmm. end, and then it's like, oh, And I then, like, through. the very end of the game is epic. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. So, I mean, I think Skyward Sword, for me personally, Skyward Sword is my favorite Zelda game up until now. Um, Link to the Past is a genius little thing, mm. but I, I do like the 3D ones more. They just sort of, like, speak to me a little more. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so Skyward Sword. Go Skyward Sword. What's that one? P.S. If I forgot to mention last time, much thanks for all the couplings in New Zealand. Yay, New Hi, Zealand. Hi, New Zealand. Cool. Cool, that wraps up this NVC. Uh, write in, tell us all your thoughts, nvc at IGN.com. Ugh. And you can keep up with our craziness on our IGN blogs. 
And, yeah, we'll see you next week, Kooblings. Cool. Later. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.